This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. Yes, sir. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. Uh, how you doing, Reavers? I'm okay. I'm okay. I've got a million things that I want to discuss with you. Uh, first among them is how much I hate this new microphone. See, rookie, I'm gone for a week. Rookie breaks this and he one. Broke, and he and broke now the I microphone. Gotta, no, I'm just kidding. How is that possible? It has. N- I'm just kidding. Okay. I, of course, everyone either blames me or rookie for sure. everything that happens sure. wrong here. Um, but anyway, so... I don't even know where to start. I seriously have so much stuff uh, to get to with you, but um, <laughs> I was going to start with this since we were at the uh, the, the the golf show mm-hmm. last Friday when we did our when we did our show at the convention center. We got to talk about the waste management open. Oh, what a first of all, the, waste the, the, the floor mm-hmm. is yours. If, whatever grievances you'd like to air, whatever you'd like to say about the the, the waste management open, please. Uh, feel free. Well, let me just throw in my two cents that I think golf is a gentleman's sport. Okay. Right? And it's it's not a hooligan sport. It's a gentleman's sport. Mm-hmm. So, and it has defined rules, and it has decorum, and there has some elegance, <laughs> some prestige. But no, I guess, you know, it just shows you that a trash company will run a trash event. Oh. Because it is, I, I just made that up. You That's like that? pretty good. Um, I think, I don't even think it would be fun to go. I think it's disgraceful that people are yelling in b- the backswings of the players. And if I was a player, I'd say, uh, I'm not interested. Thank you. Like, I, I get, if it was just for fun... Right, if it was just hey, let's just go watch them, and they're not playing for anything, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. But these guys are playing for something very big, you know, millions of dollars. Yep, yep. And I just find it kind of gross. I think it's really dumb. So for those of you that may have missed it, and I don't mm-hmm. know if you listen to Geal or our, our show, I can't believe that you would have missed this. But um, they had some issues with alcohol. A couple were overserved. Uh, was it on Saturday or Sunday of the event that they cut off liquor sales? I think Saturday. Okay, I think it was because basically. People were diving into the sand traps. The yeah. guys were sliding down the hill shirtless. And I just mean, passed out laying there. Exactly. Yeah. And so I got an email from John in Arizona regarding this subject. Uh, subject line, waste management open. Uh, hey, fellas, the problem lies with the general admission crowd. As an attendee since 2015 in the corporate boxes on 16, 17, and 18, the people in corp in the corporate box, excuse me, are a small percentage of the people causing problems. In the corporate boxes, you are treated to free food, morning and afternoon. In 2015, you could have unlimited drinks, but some bigwig got into a serious accident leaving the open, and from then on, you were limited to 10 drinks per day. <laughs> but the general well, admission okay. people were not. It's a great atmosphere, but I think they will have to give out wristbands for the general admission crowd so they can be monitored like the rest of the attendees. P.S. Depending upon which box you're in, the food can range from a Subway sandwich to steak and shrimp tortellini and top shelf booze. Mm, sounds so, fun, right? Well, and I remember seeing a video because I will always side with the service industry people mm-hmm. because those are my people, yes. right? Yeah. And I remember seeing a video of a guy probably in his early to mid-20s saying, here's why we had to cut off alcohol sales because it essentially became an absolute free-for-all sure. where the staff had no idea who was supposed to be in what tent. And, yeah. and again, decorum. It it's was decorum. completely lost. Well, I do like it. Whoever wrote us that great letter, I really like. That's but John in Arizona. That John in Arizona, I really like how... 
us people in the corporate booths right, exactly. are, we are not the problem. Only a small percentage. It's the commoners. <laughs> but I can tell yeah. you right now, I mean, I, it's whole 16, right? That's always the one yep. that's been routinely known as the one where we're going to we're gonna hector the Yeah, the we're going to yell because it has a stadium seating and it's really crowded. And, and But, you know, the players do hype it up. They throw their hands in the air, like try to get people screaming but for them. But there was kind of this... Um, unwritten rule of here's here's what I'm you know like there was a there was at least a fine line where yeah. everyone kind of knew what they were allowed to, to do right you you shouldn't be able to run out onto the course for example and jump into a sand trap correct that's something you should not do okay right and um, did you see Zach Johnson like lose oh, it yeah yeah and just you know and but then that makes him look like an a hole. Yes. Because he's like, oh, you chose to play this event right. that we know is just a, a you know, I, this would not happen in live golf. I'm just going to say. <laughs> not happen because you know why? Because if there was a golf event like that in Saudi Arabia, no one could drink, right? Because you can't drink in That's Saudi Arabia. Point. I guess if you're not from Saudi Arabia, you could drink, but no one else could drink. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, it's, I, I just don't like it. I, I, I get why people go there. I'm a follower of a lot of people who are gol- in the golf business, right? Because it's you know, at golf a nice course, right? It's at a Scottsdale? nice course. It's a fun time. I've had buddies go there. I have no allure to go with 200,000 people and to ru- open up the gates and you run to a hole. No, never in you. my life no, would that no, happen. Thank you. Would Never in my life would that happen. Uh, is it in Scottsdale or is it in Phoenix? I think Who cares? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, the, okay. I don't know. I'm trying to probably Phoenix. Okay. I, I could look that up. I don't it doesn't know. Matter. I don't know why I'm saying Phoenix. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we have to get to the necessary evil of discussing the big game on oh, Sunday. Oh yes. Um, I don't really know what angle you would like to discuss. The whole I'm I'm not I don't I don't care either way about the whole Taylor Swift angle with mm-hmm. the NFL and and people people that are mad about that. First of all, I I think you need to worry about other things. That Chill are probably, out. More Who pressing. cares? So I, people are in love. I don't Wouldn't care. that be fun? Wouldn't but that I be can, just fun but to be in love? But here's the angle. Yes. Not that I'm not in love. You know. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. But the angle that I do want to discuss involves Mr. Taylor Swift. Okay. Because, again, I don't care that she – in fact, someone calculated it. You know, because people were upset that they that the crowd kept – or the, the cameras kept showing her. Sure. And it was a total of 54 seconds – that she was actually on Ooh, camera, okay. and I think eleven or twelve times that CBS decided to show her. That's like four million dollars worth of revenue. Sure, but yeah. but people are saying, well, that's not really. It was less than one percent of the actual game. Yeah, and again, yeah. I don't care that. They but a her. one minute commercial is five million sure. bucks or something. So she's getting five million bucks worth of screen time. But there's a comedian that I follow on Twitter that said, of course, men would think fifty four seconds is a long time, <laughs> which I thought I bow down to you. That is a good line. So. Uh, you're in the middle of a football game, mm-hmm. right? Here, okay, let me let me let me ask you this, Reavers. Sure. There's a lull in the action. You're sitting in your seat. What do you do? And you're at the game. Am I at the game? You're at the game. Okay. You're sitting in your seat. You got your son next to you. Those are a lull in the game. What do you do? Well, let me. Okay, let me back up. What's the score? Ten nothing. Okay. Is it, if it's twenty to three and it's halftime in Houston, I'm leaving. You're leaving. <laughs> okay. My point is, <laughs> is if I'm sitting in my seat, there's a lull in the game. I got my daughter next to me. I'm scoping people. I'm looking for that cute gal to to stare at for a fraction of a second because that's what guys do. Kind of, we're hunters. We're hunting out the pretty girl in the crowd. Okay. What's the difference 
of the guy who's running the show for the Super Bowl on TV to say, hey, gentlemen, let's pan to the hot girls for a couple seconds. Yeah. Let's do it 12 times for only 53 seconds over a course of four hours. Are you okay with that? My answer is yes. Go for it. I want to see Blake Lively. She's an attractive gal. Taylor Swift is a cool gal. I'm going to go ahead and take it. Is that not a good call? Don't. And if you're the type of guy to say, oh, I don't do that, then you're not real. No, you're lying. Yeah, you're um, lying. I, I can go to church and I do it. I get. Well, okay, well I mean, it's just, that's what men do. Maybe I got to go to your that's church. That's what men do. Um, yes. I guess for me personally, because I was watching something where people were explaining how much money that they were spending on getting into the game. And I mm-hmm. thought, oh, my God, that's that's an insane amount of money bucks, to watch a yeah. football game. Yeah. But I digress. Sure. Um, I guess I don't I don't know how to answer your question. I sure, of course I'm going to. In fact, I just spent 5 days in Mexico. Yeah. That's why you wear sunglasses. Yeah, did you ever see someone you uh, looked over at, right? And you, did if you had a lull in the action in Mexico, did you say, "Oh, look at that girl in that string bikini running down there." Of course, you just took a look. To That's the point where to the point where I I will give my beautiful bride credit. She even said, "Wow. I can understand why you're looking at her." Yeah. You know, she, yeah. she said, wow. Yeah, she's no dope. That, she gets that it. That gal is absolutely stunning. Yes. Now, yep. you'll, you look at her again, and I'm going to... No, I'm kidding. Yeah, that's, then you get a little creepy, and you got to be careful as um, an adult man. But that's why you only look at the back of people's heads, because they never turn around. So They'll never notice you staring. <laughs> I don't think enough was made, and maybe too much was made by the likes of me, the old white guy that's yeah. on a podcast, but the interaction between... Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. Mr. Taylor Swift, as yes, I like to call yeah, him now, yeah. and his head coach, in which he bum rushed him in anger. I'm going to tell you right now, I've been involved with sports basically my entire life. Mm-hmm. Here's why I had such a massive problem with what happened because this guy, Mr. Taylor Swift, yes. I'm now talking about, has, have, has an ego that has grown to such a degree. That he thinks, well, pff, I'm Mr. Taylor Swift now. Mm-hmm. I can defy any type of rules and and respect and anything to my head coach, who is not just some bum off the street. Yes. This is one of the most yeah. respected and accomplished head coaches in the history of the National Football League. And you are going to essentially come close to knocking him down mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl in which we just learned today. 123 million people were watching. Yes. You are a jackass. Yeah. And if I ran the Kansas City Chiefs, which I don't, I, I, I'm on I'm on a podcast, I would cut his ass today mm-hmm. just to send a message. And they yeah. won't because it's the it's because <laughs> oh, they won't. Are you kidding? Well, <laughs> of course, yeah, they're they're not gonna cut I, anybody. Yeah. And I, yeah. I I tell you what, you know what I had an even bigger problem with? Sure, I get how emotions can run high mm-hmm. in the heat of a battle on a big stage and a big time game and a tight your 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 offense is struggling i yes. get all of that but that's still no excuse but what really i almost said a bad word what really got me was the fact that he did not apologize mm-hmm. he basically gave the oh well you know things just ca-. no 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 I want to hear you say, I'm sorry for acting like a jackass. Yeah. And I did I not hear him say that. I think his message was wrong. He was telling his coach, what are you doing pulling me out of the game? What are you doing? We are trying to win a Super Bowl here. I'm one of the most talented players in this entire league. Why are you pulling me out of the I, game? Okay. I, right? So that message. And, and if the coach was looking towards him, 
he wouldn't have been stumbled. But he's an old guy. I, too, am an old guy. If someone bumped into me, I'd make that old guy little stutter step thing. Yeah. Doesn't mean he ran into me hard. It's just he, I, he just kind of took him by surprise, right? Can we, can we agree that it was kind of a by surprise thing? It was low class of Travis, right? It was low class. I don't think, um, you know, although I, if you're in this game, Reavers, and you're playing in this game, and all you've done since you were five years old is win, and every time you lose, you cry for four days, <laughs> and if you lose the Super Bowl, you cry about it for a year until you have a chance to win it again, you are passionate about it. And you say to your coach, what are you doing? Why are you pulling me out of the freaking game? Get my ass back into the game, which I think is super valid. Yeah. Why would you pull him out of the game? But right? guys get, I mean, you, you see in this testosterone-driven league mm-hmm. of of men among um, among men you see that all the time but but you don't i, I just I, I can't allow because what's happening is that one little thing is now taken away where okay if you if if we're just going to lose respect for even that yes. small thing yeah. then all hell's going to break loose and i guess that's the problem that i have is i just see so many things in life and so many things in our society being chipped away at, that really bothers so me. So eventually a player is going to sucker punch one of the defensive coordinators well, exactly. or something like that. Yeah. That's, I yeah. guess that's, that's, that's the, the next step. That's yeah. the next yeah. step. Maybe. And, and yeah. I mean, we've seen it with, not not in the NFL, but I, I've seen a ton of stuff where that's happened, where a parent gets mad at a coach. or that, that mm-hmm. That's the kind of crap that has seeped into our life. And I, I just think... No, I, 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 we cannot be okay with this. No, and I, I get. I'm I, done I, yelling at my cloud. I, I don't disagree with you, right? I want to yep. make that clear. I think what he did was classless, but I also understand the ramifications of him having to say to his coach, who's by the way one of the best coaches in the NFL, right? Easily. He has to say, yep. "Hey, coach, remember who you have here. Why are you pulling me out? We have six minutes left in this game. Yep. Let's let's go win." I'll, I'll play every single play of every single second if you need me to because I want to win a Super Bowl yeah. because my girlfriend will potentially dump me if I don't win a Super Bowl, right? <laughs> he was thinking that. Probably. I will say, though, the, the whole aspect of their relationship being as public as it is, I, I and I truly hope that they do. They seem like they genuinely do yeah. care about each other, which is cute. Good for them. We all remember the mm-hmm. initial few months, if few years of, of, of a relationship. It's fun. It's, it's awesome. Totally it's totally great. It's, it's great. And then we all know that this is probably going to last another six minutes, and they're going to break up. I hope but, they get married. I do. Yeah, I can't. I, you I, think I you talk about a royal wedding? Less. That's oh. going to trump everything. Well, you know, right now, all he's going to do is be on a private plane flying to Australia and Japan or wherever her tour is he's taking. He's just going to follow her around. You well, think? Why wouldn't he? Yeah, it we, we would fun. all do the same thing. I would. Eating caviar and. Champagne and have you enjoyed all of the video clips that are available of people destroying their TVs at home after their uh, San Francisco 49ers have lost? I so many years ago became numb to all of that being real, okay? Because the guy that's that mad about you know the outcome of a football game, first of all, all that stuff is staged. I mean. You know, I've seen some where there's 30 people at a party and there's a 90-inch TV on the wall and, and a guy goes up and punches it 15 if times. you're in the, the guy that's going to mm-hmm. punch a 90-inch TV at a party with 30 people, mm-hmm. you have serious issues, you man. Have, you, you are both punching your child and your wife and your, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's a, it, I looked and I thought, oh. And, but 
if you were San Francisco, you really got screwed screwed on that game. So I did not know the overtime rules, right? Oh, you did not. Well, I mean, I did. Do I mean, you play I, for I, the 49ers? I, I I heard them. <laughs> I heard them. You know, say state them. So I wasn't. I was. That's how I thought they were clear. But you have a huge. A huge disadvantage yep. accepting the ball first. And I don't know why San Francisco would have made that decision. If they yep. would have fully understood the rules, you say, wait, wait, wait. If they go down and score a touchdown, we have no choice but to score a touchdown. If they get a field goal, we have no cho- choice but to go for it. To right? the point where both me and my two sons were watching the game and we all said, what are they doing? What are they doing? Why are they taking the ball? I wonder why they did that. I mean, because was, they didn't know the rules. Was it that they didn't know the rules, or was their defense their defense was just on the field for a long time? So maybe they were spelling possibly, their defense, yeah, right? Possibly, I guess. Um, I understand that part of it because each team does get the chance at a possession in overtime. But I just kept saying, "What the hell are they doing?" Yeah, if if you kick a field goal, field goal, the other team says, we have no choice. I mean, obviously, yeah. they can kick a field goal, too. But if they were to score a touchdown on the first one, there is no field goal kicking. You're not taking yep. a field goal. You're going for it. One thing I do not understand about this professional sports, those games, if you win that game, your team gets another $100 bucks in value, whatever that is. And they have guys sitting on the sidelines, gassed out, going, <sighs> I'm like, why are they not all sitting there with oxygen on and replenishing the oxygen to right. their muscles? Right. The most basic of things you could do is give them oxygen, right? Right. It, and it's not an extended value. It doesn't cheat. It's nothing. But I mean, do you think a, a racer gets done, a bicycle racer gets done and says, oh, I need to go again. Hold on. Let me just sit down for a couple minutes. They're putting pure oxygen into that well, guy to get his muscles back the ready. Same thing I have to say to the third grade basketball team for Jordan. Boys. You got to drink water. You got to drink some you water. You got to drink some water. Yeah, you got to drink some water. System. You should you should implement that for the basketball team. Get them a little oxygen tanks. So well, can... we had a we had a bitter end of the third grade basketball season. We had lost a fighting battle to Watertown. It was a it was a tough battle. Was it close? Yeah. Well, we were getting blown out because the Watertown uh, bas- third grade basketball coach is a complete douchebag. He's one of those guys that has to walk onto the court and oh, it's all about oh, me. Please I, tell me he wears a sport jacket, dude. I can't. Okay, I, can't, I didn't know this was going to come. Okay. <laughs> Mike, to the point where I looked at one of the other guys, and I said, is this guy serious? Mm-hmm. He, he, Mike, it was, keep in mind, my son's in third grade. It's third grade, yep. This yep. is third grade yes. basketball. Yep. And the referee had to tell him, hey, dude, settle down. Like, yes. this is third grade basketball. Because he was chewing the gum and, wa- and pacing the court like, like he's Tom Izzo and it's a Big Ten oh. matchup. I thought... Clipboard I, in his hand? Huh? Clipboard in his hand? Did no, he have, but on the chair. Okay, oh, on, the chair. on the chair. Okay. So he could drop some plays. I, I looked at him and I said, get off the court. Yeah. Like, why, what yeah. are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. What are, anyway, sorry. Uh, Watertown, Minnesota. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, 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 hope, I hope you get it. And if you're a listener, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I could not believe what I was seeing to the no. point where it was, it was almost comical because sure. he was just such a, you Weirdo. know what. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I did not know. I did, I did not anticipate going down. I'm that glad road, you did because you but, you let him have it. Uh, He's no frat pack. Maybe. I have. Thank you very much for mm-hmm. saying that. I have an email for you, Mr. Fratelloni, from our buddy Steve Wilson. Hey Reeves, I tried find tried to find Fratelloni on Facebook, but could not find him. Do you have Mike's email address? We are down in Fort Myers Beach, and I'd love to go grab a beer with him sometime. I talked to him today. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. I, I can't believe you can't find me on Facebook. Michael Fratelloni with two T's and two L's. I have to give you credit. It's fun, isn't it? This entire thing you're doing is 
awesome. It's it's Seriously, really it's cool. So cool. I'm meeting the I'm coolest glad you're people doing through it. the frat pack. Well, I mean, you're you're coming along with, right? right. I mean, it's it's everybody's I'm out there. The coattails of the frat pack. I, I'm thinking, and I, I want your advice on this, and maybe some frat packers could give some advice too. So. I know that if if I were a member of the frat pack, which I'm a member of the frat pack, there's nothing that would entice me. I don't want to get paid to join the frat pack. I don't want to be the. I don't want to win something. That's not what GLers sure. and, and frat packers are about. Yeah. It's not the point. But I'd like to get going as fast as I can on this. So I was thinking, and this is just a thought, and I really want your feedback and the rest of the frat packers. So the 1600 or so frat packers, shoot me a message, right? So I'm thinking about when we get to 2000. I want to give $2,000 to a charity of the frat pack's choice. Oh. Right? So I'd say, hey, and it's got to be a legitimate charity. And then maybe let the 2,000th guy or gal say, hey, Mike, I really want to pick Gillette Children's Hospital or the uh, Colorectal Cancer Research Fund or Dude, whatever. that's awesome. Wouldn't that be, and then when we get to 3000 do $3,000. And when 4000 and when we get to 5000 do $5,000. I think that would be a really fun way to do it. I think it would be cool if they were the 2,000th person, too, yeah. where they got to pick. But do you think... I mean, I, um, you know, I'm charitable. I like to give, yes, and I, I'm do. I, and in reality, I'm going to give anyways, right? But I would also like to have the feedback from the frat pack to say, hey, I think this charity is really, really cool, Mike. And then if if we all agree on it, like if the frat pack agrees on it, we can put up a little thing saying which one should we give to. Then we do it in the name of the two thousandth person. Does that sound like a, I haven't? I'm not saying that we're going to do that yet, I, team. I'm in no. awe. I I love this. Wouldn't that be a cool idea? Okay, so let let's uh, give me a little bit more time because we're not near two thousand yet. You know, yeah. we're still at sixteen hundred. But if you're listening and you want to have more buddies and you want to meet five thousand cool people, because that's I'm introducing a lot of frat packers to other frat packers, oh, for sure which you is are. the coolest thing. And yeah. I, it wasn't just Mike Fratelloni getting five thousand friends; it's all of us getting five thousand friends. That's a good point, right? It's yep. everybody who's in the pack getting more buddies because we're all pre-qualified because we like GL and we love the weekly scramble, all that stuff. So. I, you know, I'm kicking this around. I talked to my wife about it, and she said that sounds like a great plan. And I think that would be really a fun way to do because I, again, no frat packer, no member GL wants anything for free. That's not who we are. We're <laughs> right, not. Right. We're not free unless it's like a bag at the golf show when you walk in. We'll take the bag, right? right? Yep. But we don't. We don't want to get anything we don't deserve. But I think if I can do it as a charitable thing, I think that would be really cool. So that's I think. Awesome. I think that's what I'm going to do. Seriously, I'm not sure yet. That is so. Yeah. Cool. Would that be fun? That's very yeah. cool. Thank you. Um, so and again, just find either myself, Chris Reavers, or Mike Fredaloni on Facebook, and you. What is? Do we figure out what my number is? Um, yes, but I can't remember. You were early. I'll look you up. Am I you am I triple digits, double digits, single uh, digits? Yeah, you're pretty. You're pretty early. I'll look you up as okay, you talk. Okay, that's okay. Okay. Um, I do have an apology to issue. It's nothing significant, and it has a, a bit of crossover because it's something that I mentioned Ooh. yesterday on Monday Night Sports Talk with Sushri and Roycey. I aired. Ooh. In judgment. Okay. Because you are you familiar with who Caitlin Clark is, the Iowa basketball player? Watched that whole game the other day. Okay. Loved it. So I made the mistake because she's been to a couple of Timberwolves games. Okay. And the Timberwolves feature Luke Garza, or Luca Garza, mm-hmm. who used to play at Iowa. Okay. And I just assumed they were dating oh, each other. Okay. Well, right, because they both sure. play basketball. Yeah. So I made the assumption of, of thinking that, well, she must be dating Garza because why else would sure, she Sure, why be? coming? But yeah. she obviously with, you know, Iowa City being yeah. not that far away, she just made the drive because she's a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. And both, let's see, both Terry and David said, uh, Reeves, sorry to inform you, but Caitlin's boyfriend 
is the son of the Iowa basketball coach, Fran McCaffrey. Oh. So I, I apologize to Miss Clark and Mr. McCaffrey. I, I just assumed that Luca Garza was was. Is her that a uh, recipe for disaster? What do you mean? If she breaks up with that kid, then if she breaks up with the coach's son. But he's the boy's coach, not the women's coach. Oh, it's the boy's coach. Okay. Yeah. okay. The, the men's. The, men, the men's. Coach. Okay. Yeah. I, I do, one thing. That Caitlin does, Caitlin Clark. Yes, she does really well. Is she crosses the half court line? Oh my god! And then from anywhere else on that side of she, the court, she shoot. throws up a three. Yeah, it is shocking what she'll she'll do. I'm like, what do you? And they were doing the countdown for her to have the most NCAA points in women's basketball in history. Yep. So it was like 27, 22, 29, 19, 18. But she's throwing up threes from. 15 feet past the three point line. And, and you know what? I, I hate giving him credit, mm-hmm. but the person that Royce, yeah, I remember three or four years ago because I there was a COVID year, so I think this is her fourth year in NCAA. He drove down there because someone had Just said to watch you got to come watch this kid play bad. And yep. God bless Royce. That's what Royce does. Yep, he'll hop he in the car and go. He yep. doesn't need to write a Vikings column. He yep. wants to go write about. The kid from you know West Branch, Iowa, sure. that's playing for the Hawkeyes now. Like that's the stuff Royce loves writing about. Yep. He got into his car, went down there, went to her high school, went to went to the Hawkeyes game. As he was driving home, he called me because it was a you know late Saturday afternoon, early Saturday evening. Because he knows my wife is from that part okay, of Iowa, yeah. and he said. She might be the second best thing to come out of West Branch. Meeting meeting your wife. Meeting my wife. And he said, you got to watch this kid play. Unbelievable. Really? And he nailed it. Anyway. She seems like a class act. One thing that I think is really interesting, and I think that women, uh, collegiate female athletes, are gaining more NIL money than collegiate male athletes. So it's funny you say that because part of the conversation that we had yesterday was the fact that because of you know with covid it allowed every every student athlete enrolled an extra year of mm-hmm. eligibility meaning you basically just got a free year yep um, good or bad sure. in some cases kids were told well we're pulling your scholarship and in other cases yeah. that hey you get a fifth year whatever yeah. so the rumor is she might come back for another even though she is technically sure. a senior this year she could still come back for one more year because She's making so much money in NIL from Hy-Vee and other sponsors yep. that mm-hmm. if she goes to the WNBA, she might be taking a pay cut. Sure, essentially, L- legitimately taking a pay cut because yep. of the yep. there's a you know there's a salary cap with each individual. Yeah, player. but they'd still be able to get endorsement dollars. And that's exactly right? what Patrick said. But well, the endorsement the money- dollars, if you're on some team that no one cares about for the WNBA, if you're not yeah, on if you're the playing, winning team. If you're playing for the, you know, Tulsa Shock, or yeah, I don't even uh, know if they're uh, still a team anymore. Yes. It's just she's not going to get the same pub no, but that she would playing for Iowa. In fact, because if, you know, when she's playing a, a home game, that arena is sold out. Yeah. No. And, you know, the, that's not the case for the boys basketball mm-hmm. team. It is for wrestling, but it's not the case for the boys or the men's basketball team. But yeah, anyways. She comes and plays the Golden Gophers here on the 28th, I think. Are you taking your girls? I, you know, I actually would. She is a show to watch. Oh, that girl I bet. is a show. It would it, be a lot of fun. So, it'll be sold out yeah, here. Yeah, I it'll bet you will. It'll be a good ticket, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and she'll, by that time, have the NCAA. Well, I mean, if she doesn't already have it, I don't know if she scored enough uh, points during the Wisconsin game to win the WNBA all time scoring leading. You lead. mean NCAA? Her? And, Not uh, WNBA. No, no. NCAA, I said that, didn't I? You said WNBA. I did? But I knew what you were. Oh, okay. Boy, that is weird. Okay, yes. Yes, the NCAA scoring 
record yeah. for females. So I, I think she might have gotten real close to that in the Wisconsin game. I kind of left a little bit with some time left. I was not going to watch But you 100% should take your girls. Yeah, I think your girls love fun. sports. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of sports, um, we all are big, big fans of the Minnesota Twins. I am Pitchers and Catchers mm-hmm. Report, I believe, today. Nice. I believe today is the Myers? day okay. that we report to Fort Myers, which is always, for me, it's, you know, you look for those little signs, right? We're, we're all, even though mm. this has not been a bad winter. It's not been a winter. It's, it's, been, it's, not, it's, been it's a, not winter. It's been a non-winter mm. winter. And so you always look, oh, that's right. Here in the here in the mitt pop, here in the crack of the bat. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, boy, spring is right around the corner. And then we get the news that the Twins have um, officially announced that they're going to continue a one-year relationship with Bally Sports and Bally Sports North. And I say to myself, okay, good. I heard that there might be a way that Amazon is going to partner with Bally Sports. And now, this is great. Now I can stream the games via the Amazon Amazon Prime account. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Perfect. Nope, that's not going to be the case. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, you know you know what? I have the Bally Sports app on, on my phone. Mm-hmm. I, this is going to be great. Be I easy. Can, I can, I'm, I'm at a, a, a ball game in... Watertown, Minnesota, because I've got the 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 the, the nine year old, and I've got the six. I, I, this is going to be great. Oh no 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 no! You you, you can't you, you can't stream the game. Oh oh, so we're going back to 1998, and the only way I'm going to be able to watch a Twins game is I got to sign up for freaking cable. Yeah, are you are you kidding me? This is why I Mike. I don't think you know another person that loves baseball more than me. No, not even close. I love baseball so much. And this is the thing that if I was in a room with Rob Manfred, who is the commissioner of Major League Baseball, I would say, this is why you are a dumbass. Mm -hmm. Is because your TV, you are making it so difficult for people to be able to consume your product. Mm -hmm. And don't give me the, well, look at the revenues. Dude. You had your lowest rated World Series in History. 35, oh. whatever it's been. Mm-hmm. It was dreadful. You had regular season NBA games outdraw your World Series. Yeah. You have That's a problem. A problem yeah. And you are so unwilling to address it because you are so afraid to go after the 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 big players the Dodgers the Yankees because you don't care about the big picture mm-hmm. you only care about the dollar amount which by the way if you cared about the big picture it'll take care the of itself. ultimate dollar yeah. amount would continue to grow so tell me how will you, uh, you they, they would be on Bally Sports through your cable network or satellite or satellite provider, right. but you can't you can't uh, stream no, it because the, the, it's such a I don't I don't want to use the corrupt, the word corrupt but it's such a bungled way mm-hmm. of, of of broadcasting rights where you watch you're going to see numbers where well the twins are having horrible you know television ratings well yeah because people are cutting the cord because guess what stuff is super expensive and guess what people only have a limited amount of of resources sure. and, and they're making decisions they're making decisions not to do certain things because of financial reasons do you think is there a dollar amount you'd pay to watch to individual twins games like if they said, "Hey, Rivers, you're right. You can watch it at home on cable or satellite, or for four ninety nine, you can download the Mariners and Twins game." Five and, bucks a game. I, what's not, the number? I'm not paying that. You're not paying that. I w- if someone said, "Hey, like, what's the right value?" 
because I, I'm a cord cutter, mm-hmm. right? But and I was waiting for because I want to watch Twins games. That's what that's outside of whatever my kids are watching and my wife watching HGTV. That's what I watch. I don't watch anything else. Sure. I, it, it, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What you don't the know what is. the price would but be. But I'm not. Oh. I'm not spending hundred and fifty dollars a month. For satellite or cable, I'm just not yeah, doing. Just that. can't do it. That's yeah. just that's stupid. It doesn't. There's so many things I went to. Even it's not that I can't afford it. I can. Sure. I'm just saying no. That's dumb. I'm not spending that kind of money on on your service. Yeah, so. I, I went. I went to a place to get four juices. Four juices. Oh. I'm not going to say what, what was that? the place's name is, but it's something juices, and I'm not going to say what it is. Okay. And it was forty two dollars for four juices. Th- and I, I looked at my kids and I said. You best enjoy this because that's the last time. time. I and I, I thought, and th- these people just built this beautiful freestanding juice place. Mm-hmm. And this isn't a, a health food juice place. This is a fast food juice place. Okay. I won't say the name of it, but it's a fast food juice place. <laughs> and they built this beautiful building, and they think people are going to go there and spend ten bucks a juice for their three little kids sitting in the back seat, where the kids, you know, drink half of it and the rest of it falls onto the floor. I, I just turned to my kids and I said, that's it. I, I, reverse, yeah. I almost felt sick to my stomach. I was like, did I just spend 40 well, plus dollars I, on I this? I gave you my tirade around New Year's Eve about a, a, a big uh, sandwich chain. I thought, wait, yeah. we haven't done this in a while. That's really what this costs yes, now? Yes. Yeah. That's it, insane. It is It is weird. And, you know, my kids don't get it. I, I, my kids just don't get it. And, you know, when they're they're starting to work and a couple of them work right now and they still they still have it too easy. Right, I need to say, oh, you have to use your money for gas once, and see them say, well, I don't, ha- I'm not rich. It's like, yes, you yeah. almost have to be rich Welcome to be able to, to afford that. Yes, <laughs> it is a club. crazy, crazy time. It's a crazy world. Um, so there was a subject that I wanted to get to. Um, in fact, do you have headphones by chance? I don't. Um, all right. So what I'll do is I'm going to play something, um, but I'll I'll shut my mic off so that you'll be able to hear it. Got it. So, um. Those of you that know me and my broadcasting uh, timeline, and I know you do very well, when I started working at Hubbard Broadcasting, I started back in November of 2007, and I had the chance to work down the hall at uh, 107.1, which at that time was my talk 107.1. And I'll be honest, when I interviewed for the job here at Hubbard, I didn't really know much about that station in particular, but I knew the heritage of AM 1500 and KS95 and, of course, Joe and Rookie with Garage Logic. And so I just knew that it was going to be a good opportunity for me to get my foot in the door. And I started working with Colleen Cruz. And the show that I was on was called Colleen and the Boys. At first, it was uh, myself because I was the producer every day with Colleen. And we had a rotating cast of different men uh, every single day. It was great. It was uh, Brian Lambert. And John Hines and uh, Neil Justin from the Star Tribune and G.R. Anderson. And I got a note over the weekend that, uh, unfortunately, G.R. had passed away on Friday. And uh, he was in, I believe, his early to mid-50s. And it had been a few months since I had uh, talked to G.R. Um, but he and I were pretty close uh, back in the day. We shared a love of baseball. We shared a love of music. We shared a lot of different things. And in fact, uh, our boss had just popped his head in to just ask me about, you know, how I was doing. And I said, you know, it's kind of weird. Uh, I, I don't really know what to think because it's one of those people that you see every day, right, mm-hmm. for five years or so. And then all of a sudden um, he left the station and I didn't really ever see. I saw him, you know, once a year, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe once or twice a year. And so when you kind of get that gut punch, like, oh, man, like that's pretty young. Um, 
it's tough to kind of wrap your head around. But here's what I do want to say about GR. Um, he was a uh, sorry. <laughs> he was a really, um, really talented guy. He um, he was the drummer in Rex Daisy, a really popular, great local band that had a national record deal. And I watched them play a reunion show at Liquor Lyles in um, like 2009. 2000, it was before I had kids, so I still had fun. And I just remember thinking, holy crap, are these guys good. And the you remember Liquor Lyles? Like the place was packed, mm-hmm. and it was a hot like July, August night, and it was so much fun. And I saw my guy in his zone, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't play often anymore, but they had this reunion show, and it was as if all of them had been practicing for months together, and they just said, we're showing up, and we're going to j-, – and it was it was great. Anyway – um, and he was a really good writer, and he was a he was a journalism instructor at the U of M. And I'm I'm kind of um, I'm kind of rambling here, but he was a really talented and also really tortured soul. Um, and um, he wasn't shy about being very public with um, his issues. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna miss the guy. And I, I guess the thing I won't <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> The thing I wanted to share is uh, guilt, um, because the last couple of times he called, I didn't answer, um, including about a week before he uh, unfortunately passed away. And um, not to make this about me in any way, but it was just like, damn, you know, kind of like I'm telling myself, you know, get over yourself, you know, pick up the phone, make the call. And I guess that's that's the message I'm trying to convey right now as I'm as I'm rambling. Um, but the reason I'm bringing him up was not only to acknowledge his passing um, because he was he was an important he was an important figure in my broadcasting career. Um, just like you know, and Colleen had a huge huge impact in my life, both from a professional and a personal standpoint. But I w- I wanted you to put headphones on because one of my favorite ever segments that we did. Was one so I, I didn't mean to get emotional, Mike. So I apologize for that. No problem. <laughs> um, but we used to do a music segment every single day, okay. And and I'm going to play this for you because I know you're going to love it mm-hmm. because you're going to realize, oh my God, this is this is why when Reavers is nuts, it <laughs> it it works. So we used to do a, a segment called Music News every day because you know when we were on the pop culture station, it was a lot of celebrity news, mm-hmm. a lot of Taylor Swift talk a lot of and so because of, of of our love of music we wanted to highlight hey here's what's happening with this particular artist or whatever sure and it was awesome it was my favorite segment of the show that we did every single day and so to transition from one particular story to the next i would insert a soundbite and oftentimes as you know listening to the garage logic podcast i tend to run things into the ground <laughs> based solely on trying to get comedic effect and i had found a soundbite of julia from the Lori and Julia show. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I ran it into the ground to the point where I had reduced him to tears and he had basically said, you've got to stop or I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> so this was a segment I wanted to replay from the Colleen and the Boys show many, many years ago. And I I, I, I only want to play this because God rest your soul, G.R. Anderson. Okay, next item. Why? I don't know. Is that Julia? Yep. Of Lori and Julia fame? I want to hear it again. Why? Why do you want to hear it again? 
<laughs> Why do you have that? Rivers? I'm just I'm just telling you right now. You know, I have this array of sound bites and whatnot on this thing. I will abuse this button. And Julia, you have me to thank. Why? Well, because I wanted to do it. Why? Well, because honestly, I love the sound of your voice. Why? Well, because it kind of turns me on, I gotta be honest. Why? Well, because I'm shallow. <laughs> Why? Well, I, it's it's a long list of things, actually. It's It stems from my childhood. Why? Well, because my parents didn't really like me that much. Why? Well, because I was kind of a brat, to be honest. Why? Well, there was a lot of things. I liked a lot of sugar as a kid. Why? Well, to be honest, I didn't have that rich of a diet. Why? Well, because I was lactose intolerant from an early age. <laughs> Sorry. This is our music segment, Sharks and Flats. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry about that. I knew you'd love that one. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> back back to the program. Sure, sure. So this is music news. <laughs> Concert companies sued over Michael Jackson's death. Why? <laughs> because Michael's mother, Catherine, blames AEG Live for hiring Dr. Conrad Murray. Why? And, well, <laughs> because it put its massive profits, desire for massive profits over the health and safety of Michael Jackson. Why? Um. So that soundbite that I had, that I had isolated, and you know Julia. Yeah. yeah. And so she said, Reavers, um, I, I love you. But don't ever play that sound on, <laughs> on your radio show again. And I do still have it saved just from a from a personal standpoint. But anyway, that was uh, that was one of my favorite segments that we did um, on the show way back in the day. So anyway, I didn't mean to end the show on such a, a, a sour note or a, a, a downer note. But I I, I didn't want to not at least acknowledge um, his life, his passing, and um, because yeah, he he was he was a good dude. He was a well, good dude, Reavers so. from every one of us listening. And, and for me personally, our condolences, and you're the best. Thank you, brother. Uh, please do us a favor. Rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. Uh, we would generally appreciate it. Uh, his name is Mike Fratelloni. My name is Chris Reavers. Once again, don't be afraid. Pick up that phone. Make that call because you know what? Somebody probably wants to talk to you. Uh, we'll do this again next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for all the emails and the support. You have no idea how much that means. Talk to you next week. Until then, cheers.